Good morning. It's Tuesday, November 23rd, and it's National Espresso Day. Did you know it doesn't matter what kind of beans are used or how they're roasted? The espresso is all about the way it's brewed. You know what I liked? The pistachio latte. It's different, but uh, Starbucks had it for a second, and I don't think they do it anymore. Nothing gold can stay, you know? Anyway, the news. On Sunday night, an SUV drove into a Christmas parade in Wisconsin, killing at least five people and injuring 48 more. The suspect has been identified as 39-year-old Daryl E. Brooks. Police believe he was involved in a domestic dispute right before the incident. At the time, he was out on jail from a November 11th incident, which also included domestic abuse and for which he was accused of using a car to cause injury. Charges are expected to be filed today. Let's talk about real estate. The Trump Organization owns a building in New York at 40 Wall Street, which, based on the name alone, is probably a pretty sweet spot. In 2012, when the company was listing assets for lenders, it said the building was worth $527 million. Then, a couple months later, they told property tax officials, oh, this guy? This stupid building? Honestly, it's falling apart. It's worth, like, I don't know, let's just say $16.7 million. Ugh. Uh, can I be honest? I'm only keeping it for the memories. Now, if you don't feel like doing math this morning, that means they claimed it was worth one thirtieth the amount they claimed before. Turns out that's not legal. The New York attorney general is considering a lawsuit, as are prosecutors in the Manhattan DA's office. And this is why I continue to rent. It's honestly so much easier to rent than to accidentally tell tax officials that my property is only worth one thirtieth of what I told other people. The trial of the three men accused of killing Ahmad Aubrey while he was out for a run is coming to a close. Today, the prosecutors will have a chance to make a rebuttal to the defense's arguments, and then the case will go to jurors who, per the judge's request, will be relocated to the interior rooms of the courthouse so they won't hear the demonstrators' chants outside. The families of more than a dozen Parkland victims have reached a settlement with the Justice Department after filing a lawsuit that said the FBI failed to act on tips about the shooter. According to the suit, the FBI received tips about the shooter's violent behavior, mental instability, and large purchase of guns. A separate lawsuit on behalf of more than two dozen survivors and victims' families against the school board reached a $25 million settlement in October. This suit will cost the Department of Justice about $130 million. President Biden will nominate Jerome Powell for a second four-year term as a Federal Reserve Chair. So what do you do as a Federal Reserve Chair? Well, I'll tell you. The Fed will chill or encourage economic growth by raising or lowering its interest rate. And because we are, well, America, and our economy is the largest in the world, those decisions often have global consequences. It feels like one of those jobs where you don't sleep a lot. They also oversee the nation's largest banks. So is this a done deal? No, but kind of? His renomination will first have to be approved by a vote in the Senate Banking Committee, followed by a confirmation vote with the full Senate, which is likely. Jeff Bezos of the I used to just sell books. Bezos has pledged $100 million to the Obama Foundation. Last week, he announced $96.2 million in grants to help end family homelessness. Couldn't do a cool $100 million there, huh? Family homelessness is where you shaved off a few million? Apropos of nothing, just a note here, that his ex-wife Mackenzie Scott has given away about $8 billion in grants in the last 11 months. In We Love to See It news. Kevin Spacey will need to pay $31 million to MCR, the House of Cards production company, after he was found in breach of contract for violating the sexual harassment policies. 
Well, I guess technically the segment should have been called. I would rather have seen him not harass anyone and overall just not be a bad man. But at least now he's a bad man with less money news. Alex Jones and Roger Stone have been subpoenaed by the January 6th committee. This story is last up today because honestly, when I saw the headline, I thought this was old. How did it take until now to start looking suspiciously at the guy who created a whole company on the idea that the Sandy Hook shooting was fake and that the victim's families were actors and his buddy who has a Richard Nixon back tattoo? Again, the committee is trying to get more information about the organizing and promoting of the two rallies that took place on the 6th and turned into, or were always meant to be, a violent and deadly insurrection. As a reminder, Roger Stone was already convicted of lying to Congress in the Russia investigation and then pardoned by Trump. Three other folks were given subpoenas for their alleged involvement in the organization and promotion of that Stop the Steal movement. One of them is named Jennifer Lawrence. Not that one. But still, it's got to be a real bummer for the good one, right? And uh, yeah, I think that's going to be a wrap on today's news. I hope you have a, a great day, like a truly excellent day. And just in case you're wondering, the answer is yes. Yes, I am proud of you.